Being immortal, the Monkey King could not be killed, only trapped in stone, where he waits for the secret from the prophecy to return to him his great weapon and finally free him. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode... Did it sound like I said cheat seat? Cheap yeah, seat. Yeah, kind of came out weird, right? Cheap seat, yeah. not cheat seat. We don't cheat. We just... Yes. Yeah. Not very good. Uh, cheap Seat Reviews. This is episode 122. And one would think we'd know how to say our name by, by that please, number. Please. But, you know. No, we know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing, Jon Snow. 100 episode 22, and today we are talking about The Forbidden Kingdom. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Talks in the Third Person, Jimison. He says, Ni hao. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Ah. Nice. Uh, which is, thank you. Um, corny beer is his elixir of life, Logan. Be formless like beer. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, beer is the most, what is it? Beer is the most powerful substance. It's soft, but can overcome rock. That's the same thing. Uh, and tonight we have Sam again. Hey, Sam. Yay. Damn it. Damn it. Good to be back. I'm so glad that I can uh, be back to help uh, improve this podcast. That's true. It can't get any worse, so it can only get better. Oh, no, no. Uh, no, no. There's, no, there's yeah. much we, more. We, we, we did, in fact, miss... Is that a challenge? Uh, <laughs> well, you have been known to sabotage your own show before, so... Um, no, uh, we did miss you in our own way. Um, we didn't make fun of you too much, really, which is... I don't know. I you know, listened to the last episode, and uh, and there, there were so many things I would have said. Uh, about we were soldiers? By the way... By the way did, have you seen? Oh, real quick, let's, let's go there. Oh, hold on, uh, Sam, don't pee on me, please, Vector. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to say that the same often. It's really strange. Um, no, so Sam, real quick, had you seen We Were Soldiers? Uh, you know, I think it's one of that I've been avoiding. Tell you the truth. Well, then, what would you have had to say about it? I don't know. No, I would have watched it. I would have watched it if I if I would have been. Oh, okay. I was hoping you who had seen it before, and then you had things to say about it. But if you haven't seen it, then no. Now that you guys gave it such high numbers, I guess I'm going to have to go back and see yeah, it. Yeah, you need you need to, you do need to watch it. Just but it's you know sometimes you got to be in the mood for those gut wrenching movies. That's though. true. Oh. that's true. That's not definitely not one where the girls are you know are in the house at all. Yeah, um, where. Yeah, you know, you're like, you know what? I had a rough day at school. And I'm gonna, I'm ready to watch some people die. Um, I don't, maybe that's the wrong way to do it. I don't know. But uh, okay, yeah. uh, so there you go. All right, cool. Well, um, but we did uh, Forbidden Kingdom this week, uh, 2008's Forbidden Kingdom, uh, with the Jackie. We stayed. Chan. We stayed in the Asia Pacific region. And, we did. Uh, yeah, look at that. How about that? Uh, I didn't even mean for that to happen, but. Uh, happy accident or something like that. Um, so with that being said, um, hopefully, um, I have given Andrew enough time to find words <laughs> to say 
about the Forbidden Kingdom. A discovery made by a kung fu-obsessed American teen sends him on an adventure to China, where he joins up with a band of martial arts warriors in order to free the imprisoned Monkey King. (laughs) He actually does make noises like that in the movie, too, which is great. Uh, Thank you, Andrew. Um, So, had anyone seen this movie before? No. No, I, I lied. I saw a clip where he gets shot in the back with the arrow. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, no one got shot. But okay, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and then the old, old, the same guy got shot with a gun. Uh, you're right, he did. So he got shot twice? Wow. Spoiler. Yeah. By the way, Corny, the new spreadsheet yeah, is amazing. I love yeah. this. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty damn awesome. Yeah, you are. <laughs> this is great. This is actually awesome. Cool. Sorry. Uh, so Sam has not seen it. Uh, Corny or Andrew, had you guys seen it? I had never oh. seen it. I was like, the spreadsheet? I, I, I freaking did it. <laughs> yeah, I know you did the movie, the spreadsheet. Have you seen Forbidden Kingdom before? Apparently I have. So, and it's it's one of those things where I saw it in apparently lots of different sections. I remember uh, the fight scene mm-hmm. in the temple. I remember uh, the, the uh, rain incantation slash pee. Uh, I remember... The Monkey King, um, I, I remember so much of it, but not all of it at once. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm actually trying to remember, Corny, if this is one that you came over and watched at my house. I think I did. I own this on DVD. Do you really? I, I oh, think yeah. I did. So was it you that, that recommended this one? Uh, yes, this was okay. definitely one I wanted to do. Um, the moment it start, I saw that it was streaming, I, I think I put it on the list a few months ago because... Not that I think that it's awesome or great or even fantastic, but because simply it, it just the fact that it's a Jet Li and Jackie Chan movie together, together, yeah. and it was the, the only and first ever, and I'm pretty sure it'll be the only ever. Um, and yeah, God rest his soul. And, um, wait, what? 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 Another one of them would have died, right? Didn't one of them get shot doing the uh, the the that's so Raven shoot or something? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let's what in the absolute we're gonna, hell? We're going to stop on. for a second before Sam really puts his foot in his mouth. Um, you mean the crow, and that was okay. Brandon Lee, Bruce oh, okay. Lee's son. Never mind. That so was like like it 90- wasn't Jet Lee. No, it wasn't Jet Lee, and that was like <laughs> ninety four or something. But isn't like Jet Lee like eighty years old? Yeah, that was in fact 90, 94. How about that? I actually got was right. Is Jet Li nice. 94 years old? Is that what you said? He's like really old now, isn't he? Well, both of them are kind of old, but I mean, yeah. he's... Uh, all right, we got to do some math. He was born in 63. Okay. Uh, 63, 13 is 53. All right. So, okay, that's close. Yeah, Jackie and Jackie Chan, you were close. You're like 30 <laughs> years off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In, in all fairness, Sam math means he was actually like dead on, and you had him dead at one point too. Now Jackie Chan is a decade older than Jet Li. Okay, yeah. So he's still alive, even older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's broken every bone in his body. Um, and that's actually I, now I love me some uh, some rush, not rush hour. What's that first one he did? The very first American Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. I yeah. love Rumble in the Bronx. Did we do that for this show? I don't think we did. Oh. We should. No, I don't think we have. Yeah. Yeah, I love Rumble in the Bronx. That actually Rumble in the Bronx is what turned me into the the kick flick kind of 
<laughs> I'm not as bad as the kid in the movie. Yeah. But for about eight years, I couldn't get enough of these movies. I mean, I probably own 15 or 20 of them downstairs. I mean, I own almost all of Jackie Chan's collection. Oh, wow. Which is a lot. He's, he's made a lot of movies. Which means you could almost do an entire sequence of him breaking every bone in his body. I mean, seriously. Like, he broke his ankle in, um, uh, in Rumble in the Bronx. Bronx he broke his uh, nose yeah. during um, Super Cop. He broke... I think he broke his shin during um, uh, Who Am I? Like, he's, like, broken everything. It's crazy. And then he broke the internet because he's so awesome. Yeah, that's true. No? Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with you there, Corny. Um, so, uh, so it, no, it, only Corny has seen parts of it, and I've seen all of it, and Andrew and Sam. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where you guys go. So I, I ask of you, Andrew, your initial thoughts, sir. I'm not a big kick flick person. I don't watch that many uh, karate or kung fu or any of those type movies. But uh, this one did kind of grab my attention, and it was fun to watch. But I had some moments where I uh, was a little confused, like the first uh, you know, 30 seconds or a minute of the movie. I thought, did we just get two intro sequences? What happened? Uh, and I was a little <laughs> thrown off <laughs> by the dream sequence, but... Um, you know the the whole idea of of how how the staff came to where it was and uh, and how he's on a mission or a journey to take it back to who it belongs to is it was a intriguing story one that's not uh, I mean that has been told before in different ways of course but uh, the, I just as he fell off the the or was yeah, I guess drug off the roof by the staff and, and f fell. I didn't really think what happened would happen. So kept me on edge a little bit, some little suspense here and there, and some action that uh, I was turned off by all the crouching tiger flying <laughs> moves. But uh, but it was okay. I enjoyed watching it. Okay. Um, um, corny. <clears throat> this kind of reminded me of... Uh, Watching old kick flicks, I say that in, t in the sense of uh, having watched all those Bruce Lee movies back in the day. Um, obviously not, you know, I wasn't uh, 30 like Sam when they came out. Um, <laughs> but no, it reminds you know, uh, kind of the flying sequence stuff. Now, that didn't really happen in Bruce Lee movies, but um, movies of that variety at the time um, did have the, the, the fanciful fighting type things. But I do... Um, uh, do remember? Oh, sorry. From watching it before, I remember that I I liked it, but it wasn't the uh, most exciting thing. Um, having watched, you know, like I said, Bruce Lee, and then thinking, seeing what Jackie Chan could do, and then seeing what Jet Li has done, the fight scenes were well choreographed, but still not as exciting. I guess does that does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were kind of bland, and I, you know, with those two, you would expect it to be more and longer. Um, but anyway, but they were both kind of old at that point, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they're both in '08. I mean, my gosh, Molly. I know. I was. I, I'm going to try to get her out of here. <laughs> I thought <laughs> someone true. was erasing something vigorously. I thought he was sawing wood. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was sawing wood too, man. I was like, oh, he's <laughs> he's pulling a wood chipper just with a saw. 
<laughs> but no, uh, so my, my initial thoughts are, I, I wish there were more to what I saw. But, um, you know, oh, I will say this. I, I did like the fact that they didn't do the 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 uh, trope where the um, the guy who really shouldn't be there is the hero. Um. Okay, I kind of see. So, like, so the Jason kid, in fact, isn't really the main hero. He's just... Like, he doesn't go in and just kick ass and save the day. He right. gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. And he needs other people to help. Yeah, and the only way he actually, you know, spoiler, defeats the, the the main bad guy is because he was having his ass handed to him by the real hero, the Monkey King. Uh, yeah, so. Corny, you're right. Like, I'm glad the movie didn't pull, like... um like a neo yes um, or um I, I can't I'm, well the trope we've seen it a bunch of other times i can't think of any other movies though my brain's not working kid in king arthur's court is that a thing <laughs> <laughs> black knight yeah. you call me? i was i was it's funny you said that <laughs> yeah. sam it was actually as soon as you said that andrew i thought about it was you just want the martin lawrence one right yeah 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 um no, I don't, I don't. Have you seen the mashup, by the way, of Black Knight and Game of Thrones? No. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, yeah? It's hilarious. Excuse um, me? <laughs> not right now, Corny. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of other movies where that's a thing, but I, I, I know it exists, Corny, and I'm glad you're, I'm, you're right. I'm glad that they didn't do that. Um, they kind of actually do it a little bit in The Karate Kid. All, all of the versions. Yeah. You know, this kid, like especially, well, any version where it's, you know, white kid from Jersey. Now, that one's not as bad because all these other, other kids are white. But like when they take Will Smith's son over to China and teach him Kung Fu and he beats these kids who've been practicing Kung Fu longer. Um, yes. Yeah, that's kind of, the, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, but he had Jackie Chan as his teacher, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Go figure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Sam... Your, yes. your thoughts. My thoughts, I, it's, it's a big mixed bag for me on this one. Um, I'm kind of with Andrew. With it, it's, it, it just felt off. And, and I don't know if it's because this style of movie is not quite, I don't want to say culturized with us, but we're not used to it. Um, you know, the Kung Fu movies, uh, are they like that? I haven't seen a whole lot of them. So I've seen this one and... And what was that other one we watched earlier? Uh, Ip Man. Ip Man. Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, yeah. And I guess Ip Man, too. But Ip Man seemed a little more realistic in terms of people weren't floating on. Well, Ip Ip Man is is based in reality. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas, whereas, yeah, whereas um, Kung Fu Hustle is (laughs) is nostalgia, right? Because a lot of those Kung Fu movies from the 70s and 80s did a lot of wire work and things like that. Yeah. And the the wire work is off putting to me, um, only because it's it takes me out of it, it adds adds a as it a fantastical aspect of it yes, that yeah. I'm just I'm not a real fan of in this type of movie. But then if that just might be this type of movie that is just not my cup of tea. Um, I will say that if you if you kind of closed your eyes, turned around three times, sat down, and 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 hit yourself on the head with a beer bottle. This could have been made in the eighties. It had all the elements of a really good eighties film. Mm-hmm. You know, you had your kid getting beat up 
you know, he rode a bike, of course, getting beat up um, by the bullies and, and going back, learning all this stuff, coming back and winning the day, um, you know, from his little mentor. It, it just, to me, it's essentially karate kid. I mean, it screamed. It, yeah, it screamed 80s to me. And I, I love that aspect of it. But the, the, the wire work bothered me. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the uh, action scenes when they weren't doing the wire work. I loved all the arm and leg just firing at each other and, and uh, just the elements of the Kung Fu, and especially the different styles was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Jackie Chan did very well as uh, as the drunken master. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, well, funny, uh, sorry, Sam, but funny you say that. Um, he actually starred in the movie called Drunken Master. He started in two. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were two of them. Yeah, he did Drunken Master and then Legend of Drunken Master. Oh. And Legend of Drunken Master, I own on DVD, which has the American <laughs> overdub, and is one of the greatest kung fu movies I've ever seen. Awesome. And 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 Sam, I know you. I, I I'm stepping on your your whatever, but it it is based in reality. The the Legend of Drunken Master is actually based on actual events d- during the Chinese kind of industrial revolution, um, and it's kind of um it's set during this time where there's still kind of the aristocracy prim and proper and then you have the um this is obviously long before socialism came there and things like that and the, yeah. uh, the industrial revolution and you have these kind of evil owners of the factories who would work their men you know for 19 hours a day and kind of things like that and jackie chan is kind of part of this resistance so to speak to kind of overthrow the man but his best fighting style in that movie is drunken boxing. But <laughs> in order to actually perform drunken boxing, you actually have to be drunk. And there's a scene in the movie, not really give anything away, where he basically drinks lighter fluid. Oh. Um, it's not, it's basically he worked there. It, it's there. The final scene is in the factory and he's getting his butt kicked. And so basically he needs his elixir of life, right? And the only <laughs> thing around. Is, yeah, he needs his spinach moment. Yeah, it's exactly. And the only thing around is the is the. It, it's basically like some kind of rice wine or or some kind of liquor that they actually pour on the coals to stoke the fire, oh, and he dear. drinks it, and it like. <laughs> I mean, it it gets him fired up, and he can't. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Um, I, I, if it's ever streaming, I don't know if we'll do it for the podcast, but it might be worth doing for worth the show. Yeah, but it, it, it might also be one of those. Um, it, it might be worth. I don't know if it'd be worth doing live commentary for because I think the whole time we would just be going, "Ooh, ah, ah, ee, ah, ooh," you know, just <coughs> excuse me, just reacting to him um, to the fight scene. So anyway, yeah. Sorry to completely overstep your. Point, but yeah, let, oh, the, no. this drunken boxing is amazing. Yeah, and and I I really I just really enjoyed his character. Now uh, now Jet Li was both the the monk and the monkey, right? Monkey mm, King, correct. I did not like the Monkey King. He, I never got it. I thought it was cartoonish. I thought it was like Barney. Was, you know, it was silly. Like, it was silly, and it didn't fit with me for some strange reason. I just yeah, I agree. He, I, I thought it was stupid. And I don't know how they could have done it any differently, but I mean, it, you know, I just wonder if it's, you know, you know, we have our own superheroes here, you know, we've got our Captain America, Superman, you know, and other cultures have their superheroes. And and I'm just wondering if it's just a failure of, 
of understanding in terms of why a monkey king? You know, is that a is that something along the lines of a superhero? I'm guessing. I don't know. Is that a big thing? Is it not? Is it just for this movie? I would say that um, it's not. I, I would I, I would say that this is just. I mean, to be honest with you, seeing things like this in 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 just kick flicks in general, this was not off putting to me. This was normal. It made sense to me that you know at a certain level. Maybe it's because I watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, to be honest with you, this didn't seem out of out of place for someone to be. Uh, if you're so good at the craft that you are somewhat otherworldly in what you can do, um, and I think, and I, I meant to make make this statement earlier, Sam, but I think the reason why this is so weird is because in the world of Marvel, you have guys who have you know. They have superpowers. The world is established with superpowers. What you're looking at is a different version of someone with a quote-unquote superpower, mm-hmm. not in an element where superpowers would exist. And it makes it seem weird. But if you take this guy, the Monkey King, and you put him you know, uh, in Avengers, he doesn't look that weird. As a matter of fact, he looks kind of underpowered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm just, I'm wondering, and, you know, I never got into the Dragon Ball stuff. Um, I I enjoyed Kung Fu Hustle more than I did Ip Man, um, which is surprising since I said the, the fantastical stuff of this was, was not on the top of my, I think, my list. I think, though, that you like Kung Fu Hustle because Kung Fu Hustle is fun and ridiculous and cartoony, yeah. Yeah. whereas Ip Man is kind of dark and depressing. Um, yeah. But the kung fu and it's amazing. I mean, I again, I gave Corny all yes. the shit <laughs> possible for for putting that movie on the list. Yes, he did because it was hard <laughs> to review because it was all subtitled uh, for the podcast. Yeah. But I really did enjoy the movie. At least I think I did. Um, and I'm actually want to watch It Man Two just so I can watch It Man Three because he fights Mike. He fights Mike Tyson. I want to watch that. <laughs> the fight, actually, you can find like, the whole fight. The, or one of the fights he fights with Mike Tyson is on YouTube. And it's really amazing. Like, it is really well choreographed. And I can actually believe that Mike Tyson lives somewhere in China. And and he uses boxing kung fu, basically. It's actually really great. Anyway, sorry. Interesting. But, yeah, I'm just, I you know, I, I want to hash it out a little bit. Um, the American character... In this was weird. He had a giant forehead, um, and then and then I guess to show passage of time, they grew out his hair into a mullet. Yeah, yeah. Did you anybody notice that? I don't know how long it was very mullet like. Yeah, how long they took, but you know he became a fairly good kung fu guy in a very short amount of time. Um, and there's be, there better be some. Uh, uh, Mo, not mantra. What do you call it when the montage music? Montage, montage yeah, music. I'll, I'll play up. I'm yeah. sure there will be. Yeah. But um, I'm find it. I, I, it, please don't think I'm hating on this movie because there were definitely moments that I, I laughed out loud. The uh, the rain shower was definitely something that caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. Um, along with some of the uh, especially from humorless Jet Li. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that peace scene was it was so unexpected. <laughs> And again, because they're, it was dying of thirst. Yeah. And then, oh, he made rain happen. He's he's got magical. Oh, it's uh, pee. pee. <laughs> and he's like face up in it. It's yeah. like, oh god. Yeah. 
Oh man. So, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think maybe we'll go through a little bit more to kind of concrete my, my feelings on it. Um, once I hear from you, Sean, what do you, do you think? Well, okay. So I'm again, I biased cause I own this movie and I, and this is my wheelhouse. I mean, again, I'm not weird kid obsessive. I'm not the guy that's in the mall that has the Kung Fu kiosk and I just stop and have to like buy all of them. Um, <laughs> though I have been known to stop near it if my wife goes into another store and watch the the kung fu fight they have on a loop. You know, it's just like a four minute fight on loop. And it was actually about three or four months after we did It Man that we went to Concord Mills, which is our big mall here in North Carolina uh, or in Charlotte. And they had actually it was the final fight that It Man fights against the Japanese. Um, dude, you know, the soldier, the end of the movie, yeah. they had yeah. that on loop and I probably watched it like nine times <laughs> while, while my wife was uh, buying something. So anyway, uh, my point is, is that I do really like this movie. Um, it's not great or even good. And frankly, um, <laughs> go there to, for the movie to be the first time we get Jet Li and Jackie Chan, we needed, we needed a better movie. Yeah, yeah, than this. Absolutely. For the the epic showdown, right? Like this. I, I mean, I, I don't know what else can you compare it to, like Stallone versus Schwarzenegger or Bruce Willis versus Mel Gibson. Like these are these are two guys who, in their craft, were at their at their peaks, were at the height of their were the were the best in the world. Jackie Chan is actually known still as one of the best drunken masters. In the world, right, and yeah. and and what Jet Li can do is amazing. And um, well, and, no offense, uh, Jackie Chan changed the way we saw fighting in films. Oh, you're right, he did. Um, because before Rumble in the Bronx, you had your your karate movies like the Ninja Turtles, where you punch the foot soldier and he falls down, and that's it. Whereas Jackie Chan came in, and it's like that's not how humans act. It takes a lot of blows to take a dude down, or I need to hit you with a ladder. You know, like, yeah. like Jackie Chan is, you know, he uses props, which was great because we'd never seen it before. We'd seen people with, you know, stabs and swords and sighs and nunchucks. Like we had seen that. He uses a, a ladder in a movie. He uses a bucket. He uses whatever he can find. You know, diving through windows and swinging around the outside or. Uh... Right. Like, yeah, he uses. And all maybe the... it's because there was a lack of this of that in this movie. I would, maybe that's why I was so disappointed in in some of the fighting. Was yeah, just... I, I, I'm I mean, actually in. A, that's the one thing I think, Sam, that I disagree with with you is that I actually really thought the I thought the fighting was actually amazing. Um, like the bar fight was great because because it was funny. Because he kept using the kid as a weapon. Yeah. You know, like the kid falls on and he throws him and he knocks down three guys. And then he kicks the pig back up and then he slings him around and throws him into those two other guys. You know, like he was using him like a giant medicine ball, which I thought was hilarious, um, which is supposed to be funny. Um, and, and Jackie Chan does it. And for some reason, it, it's like a Jackie Chan trope where he, he'll beat up like six guys, but then 30 more come up. And he does that face where he's just like, ah. And he does it like in every movie for some reason. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, and he does it like four times in this movie, and it makes me laugh. Like the bar, he beats up the eight guys, and the 30 soldiers come around. Or when the witch gets them in the cherry blossom field, um, or the orchard, I should say, the cherry orchard. 
and he beats up like the eight guys and then like 40 more show up and he's like, ah, he takes that face. Anyway, um, so those things I like. The wire work, personally, don't have a problem with it because I knew that that's what this kind of movie was going yeah. into it. And the fight scene between Jet Li and Jackie Chan I thought was amazing and beautiful and well choreographed and I loved that part. The stuff that I hated was 100% all the American kid. He is yeah. a terrible actor. He's, he's <laughs> awful. And he pissed where, me off. Where did he come from? The only movie I had, the only thing I'd ever seen him in um, was he played Jack's son in the show Will and Grace. He was on it for like five episodes. Huh. Was um, he in the movie Sky High? He was in Sky High. I... I do own that one for my children's sake. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah, whatever. And, yeah, whatever. I, and I've actually seen that movie too. I just forgotten about it when I when you just asked me, Sam. But he's he's not a good actor at no, all. He's not. I'll say he got on uh, Adam Sandler's uh uh the Ridiculous the, the, the Six. But ridiculous he, Six. Yeah, but he but he's not acting. He all he has to do is pretend to be a mentally handicapped person <laughs> with three nipples. Um, pretend. So yeah, thanks, Horny. Oh. So here's the biggest trope of the movie, and I kind of hate this trope a lot. Not all tropes are bad. This one needs to die. I am tired of the white American has to come and be the rescuer of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. I did some research on this because I knew that this, this story, and again, I was thinking in order to get Jackie Chan and Jet Li together to do a movie, the story needs to be something that matters and means something to both of them, right? Like yeah. that, you would think that, right? So I looked it up, and the story is uh, from a book called The, um, uh, the Warrior, Warrior in the West, Warrior Goes West, something like that. And it's, um, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a 16th century song, uh, song dynasty novel, right? That does feature the Monkey King, who, for all intents and purposes, is what Goku is based off of. Uh, corny. Oh, um, uh, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, <laughs> because because and I was reading about him um, while uh, Sam was on his doing your thing. Um, uh, his his real name is Sun Wukong, and he possesses immense strength. He is able to lift thirteen thousand pounds. Um, Good Lord. He is. Uh, he can travel um, a hundred and eight thousand miles in one somersault. No, I'm sorry, thirteen thousand miles in one somersault, basically halfway around the world. Uh, he's a skilled fighter, capable of holding his own against the best warriors of heaven, and each one of his hairs possesses magical properties, um, capable of being transformed into clones of the Monkey King himself. Oh, and, okay. and other various animals and weapons and other objects. And he himself can transform into different animals, which is kind of the lore behind the different styles of Kung Fu based off a of different... Oh, like tiger, yeah, right. mantis. So, oh. But there's no mentioning of, of a foreign being in, involved, right? The Monkey King goes with a Taoist monk to in search of wisdom, and they go to like India and stuff like that, right? And they meet the Buddha. Um, things kind of like that, right? So this movie kind of changes it. And I, I think that the I think that in order to sell to American audiences, we had to have a kid we could relate to, right? And they picked this kid. And uh. it, it, it bothered me. And I was sitting here racking my brain thinking, 
We're going to get to the part of the episode where we're going to say, what about the recast? Well, leave the rest of the cast. The rest of the cast Absolutely. is great. Yep. Don't touch Jackie Chan or Jet Li or any of them. The, the, or Sparrow. Sparrow, yeah. she was she was actually kind of cute. I mean, I was yep. kind of, a, I don't know how old she was. Maybe I shouldn't say that. And the witch was attractive. Um, there was which well. witch? The blonde, the wand, the white-haired witch. The with the or were you just uh, making a joke? I'm see, I got you. The witch, 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 witch. Yeah. Um, ditch witch? No. Um, I thought Ooh. she was attractive, and I like all of the elements. I thought were great, except him. And I was trying to think of other white kids you could put in that role that would make make it make me hate it less. Shia LaBeouf. Um, I would actually <laughs> you know, hate it. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw him, I thought Shia LaBeouf. Well, in 2008, I mean, he's coming either right off of or right before Transformers, so we didn't quite hate him yet. Yeah. I um, can see it, the, the 2008 Shia LaBeouf. But I don't see him being a kung fu warrior at the end of the movie. The other person I thought of, and he might be a little young, would have been Andrew Garfield. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously doing some stunts and action work for Spider-Man, um, but that was 2012. So I don't know how, whatever. And there might be somebody else that I can, I, I just can't think of. Um, I'm trying to think of 2008, who else was. Because um, it has I mean, to be, you can't have someone like Channing Tatum, who's, you know, or Chris Evans, you know, like someone who's buff and whatever, because that, that doesn't fit the point of being getting bullied, right? But in, what, 2008, do we have a buff Chris Evans? Uh, well, it was coming, 2005 was, uh, Chris Evans from Fantastic Four, so yeah. Okay, right. Um. McLovin. <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> Actually, the Scott Pilgrim kid would have been okay, um, or maybe Michael even. Sarah? Yeah, maybe, I don't know, I just. It'd be hard to see him as a, a oh, Kung Fu guy, so... Yeah. Well, he kind of does. Think about it. He does a lot of kung fu in uh, he, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But it's kind of simplified kung fu. Um, but you're right, he does some kung fu elements, but it's kind of simplified. I mean, I, I don't know how much of the of what the kid uh, uh, Jason in this movie was doing, with, like with the staff work, was real or CGI. But that was actually impressive. Um, with like what what again what he was like when he was spinning the staff around behind his back and through his legs and stuff like that stuff was actually impressive. So when he wasn't acting, when he was just kung fuing, he was pretty good. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, he still had to act, and he was terrible. Yeah. Um, like the 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 love tension between him and Sparrow was awkward, <laughs> and I don't mean like teenage angst awkward. I mean, kind of creepy, like uncomfortable, awkward. You know. So he's the worst part of the movie. Um, yep. like the worst part. So, um, but, but, I, but the trope itself kind of, I'm kind of tired of it. I mean, and I know I mentioned right before we started, uh, recording, at least I think it was before I hit record I've hit record like seven times in this episode because of technical issues. But anyway, um, 47 Ronin has, um, um, Neo in it, friggin' Keanu Reeves. And so, but that story was written with a, a Westerner in mind as the hero. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yes. so yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with that because that was how it was originally written. Um, the last samurai with Tom Cruise again, is kind of the same thing. It was a story originally written. So, so maybe I guess my point is, is that if the source material has 
that is a thing. I'm okay with it, but I feel like Hollywood does this too much. Um, like Prince yeah. of Persia, we had to have Jake Gyllenhaal come and save the day. What? And it's really just to play to the audience, it to dumb it down for Americans is what it. Yeah. It's how I see it. Yeah. Um. They just, well, they call it the bleaching of of a movie. Yeah, whitewashing. Whitewashing. There you go. <laughs> That's what it's called. They did that recently. No, no, just the same as like the bleaching. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the, the bleaching sounds really awful. Yeah. Ow, it burns. Right. Don't what, tell that to Michael Jackson. What was that other? Mo- oh. There was a movie that came out fairly recently. Recent. Recency. That's not a word. Recently. Recent. That had kind of a whitewash effect, and people were really pissed off. Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt was one, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Um, people got really pissed off at the Doctor Strange trailer because Doctor oh, Strange. Oh, she was, yeah. It's it's the White Witch. Yeah, it's um, uh, Tilda Swindon. Um, yeah. A British woman, and the character is like a Taoist monk or a Tibetan monk, and according to Disney officials, the reason why they did what they did was because to put a, t- a Tibetan monk would signify uh, acknowledgement that Tibet is a free country and not part yeah. of China, and they didn't want to piss off China. Well, they didn't, they, it's not they didn't want to piss off China. They didn't want to lose the billions of dollars they'll yeah. make you know, in the Chinese market. Right. So still kind of a dumb thing, but whatever. So I'm, I'm just kind of over that trope. I really am. I just There are other actors in the world that can act that are of different ethnic backgrounds. Like... Um, who care if the who cares if if Idris Elba is the next James Bond? He will be awesome, you know. He would be, yeah. Um, of course, from what I've been told, Tom Hiddleston is uh, kind of um, vying for that role, which I think he would actually be great at it too. So yeah, um, that's kind of the joke that uh, Sarah she saw some article on Facebook. So it's on Facebook, but like Tom, the reason why Tom Hiddleston is dating uh, Taylor Swift is to like prove that he can be kind of a bond and like have a bond girl kind of a thing. <laughs> it seems strange. That poor man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, she's, he's, they're going to break up and she's going to write a song about him. Um, yeah. 20, 2017 is going to be a great year for her. Yeah. Tell you yeah. what. Anyway. Um, Goodbye to Loki. Right. Goodbye to Loki. Yeah, Actually, I wonder uh, when uh, they started talking and uh, Taylor Swift came up to him, he just looked at her and said, you must be very desperate to have come to find me. Right. <laughs> and then they said, can we keep this very low-key? Nice. Nice. Low-key. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> <laughs> that joke had a slow burn, but I appreciate it. <laughs> oh. It's like How a little piece for dynamite. You know? there, <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Oh, man. And thanks to Corny's really cool spreadsheet, I now have a place to write that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, what was I going to say? That pissed me off. Um, <laughs> all right, so moving on for the actual parts of the movie, right? Um, well, actually, I wanted to do this first. So the director is Rob Minkoff. And I remember when his name came on the credits, I was like, wait, I know who you are. Like, I've seen things that you've done before but i couldn't remember what until he was I, in uh sky captain the world tomorrow he di- oh wait what he didn't direct yeah. it he was a character in sky captain was he really was he an actor no 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 like that name he was a character oh 
Okay. Turnikoff or something like that. Oh, right? yeah, Turnikoff, definitely. Um, <laughs> he directed uh, The Lion King. Maybe you've heard of that. Wow. Um, Stuart Little, one and two. Uh, he did this movie, Corny. He did an episode of Leverage, The Mile High Job. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and then he did Mr. Peabody and Sherman, the uh, cartoon movie, which I actually really like. Mm-hmm. That came out recently? Uh, 2014, yeah. 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 It's like Declan's second favorite movie behind Big Hero 6. Nice. Uh, and then he's I doing still yet some, to see that. Uh, which one? Big Hero 6? Yeah. Dude, you I have to watch it. I don't have to do shit. Dude, it's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel comic book <laughs> I'm movie. Going to, I'm you, going to. You have to watch it. It's actually it. really good. Yeah. You know, it, I agree. It will I blow like the it. doors off of like Batman versus Superman or any garbage like that. Well, I mean, taking a poop earlier today. <laughs> I, I know. No, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to save all of those comments for later. But I oh. have a I have a really interesting thing that I actually kind of want to talk to you specifically, Corny, off air about. That I want to bring up later on when we do Batman vs Superman for listener Alan, who donated the twenty five dollars to get the uh, pick the movie. Anyway, and we do appreciate that. We do, we really yes, do, and absolutely. I'm really looking forward to ripping the hell out of that movie, um, <laughs> especially after all the texts you've been getting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've actually been getting like some serious like, you need to shut the hell up and watch the movie before you you talk bad about it. So, um, well, now I'll watch the movie and so. Well, yeah, I do need to still watch the movie. So, um, anyway, um, anyway, so so Minkoff, he's done some good things. Um, so I don't necessarily blame him for some of the bad of the movie. Um, and and maybe he was just like, man, this kid really can't act, but we're, we're kind of stuck with him. So we'll just we won't have him say much, you know. And it's the Dolph Lundgren effect, I guess. Um, and something else that I thought was interesting, I was reading in the trivia, um, and I was also reading on um, when I was reading about the Monkey King and that how uh, the, the, that story directly affects Dragon Ball Z, right? Did you guys notice that by the end, Jason looked just like Goku? Did you guys notice that? Like his outfit <laughs> might as well have had a a turtle, uh, the uh, Chinese symbol for turtle on his back. Instead of an orange, yeah, yeah, but his but his clothing was dark burnt orange, right? It was like a reddish orange. He even had wristbands and a blue shirt underneath. I mean, and I think, and I honestly think the reason why he had a ponytail was to make him look like Goku. I'm serious. Um, There's nothing in the trivia that says that, but I think that's true. I think like the makeup department was like, "Hey, let's make him look like Goku." Okay, because you know maybe people can relate to that. I don't know, but. I mean, if he would have been floating around in a cloud, it would have been awesome. In fact, this is a better Dragon Ball Z movie than the Dragon Ball Z movie. Let's not talk about that. I still have. I mean, I've made many mistakes in my life, and I like to forget that one. <laughs> that movie makes me sad. Like, really, really sad. Because it has actually good actors in it, like Chow Young-Fat and Emily Rossum. Yeah. Anyway, um, so... Um, so yeah, so the other other things, other tropes I wrote down real quick while we're uh, I'm thinking about them. Um, intro is just a dream trope. Uh, bad guy a, kills his own guys trope. What Sam? I say what a bad dream though. It was just stupid. It was kind of weird. I didn't like it. Um, it did seem strange. Um, the uh, another one is what I call the orgy of evidence. Um, <laughs> where you have I know, but where you have like, it's not just the fact that he likes kung fu movies. Is that every 
inch of his room shows you that he likes kung fu. I mean, posters, movies. Did you guys see? He had a Dreamcast. Uh-huh. I, oh, he had a Dreamcast. I'm like, good for you, kid. You were ahead <laughs> of your time. Now go play Tekken 3 or Tekken 2, I think is what he said. Yeah, the Dreamcast was a game system that would have been really good. Yeah. Would have been really good. I think it was just ahead of its that time. One, that was the one that the taxi driver or something was on, right? You could, yeah, you could play that one, yeah. Yeah. That was, that um, was good. Maddie Coleman had one uh, in college. And I remember going, this is weird. Like it, the the controller felt strange, and the and the like the graphics were were really solid, but it was kind of clunky. And and I remember him saying, "This is ahead of its time." And I'm like, "Well, it's going bankrupt, so good luck." Um, it still had the best football game I've ever played on a console. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think two two K uh, football. Yeah. Before uh, Madden was like, "Hey, we we want to own all the football." Um, I do remember yeah. that. Great game. Anyway, I, I was always partial to uh, Blitz for PS One. <laughs> NFL Blitz, where you're playing what four on four or five on five, whatever it was, three on three, beating the crap out of it. It oh, was you know I NBA loved, Jam for football. I loved that a... game. I really did. Um. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to play some clips, and we're going to kind of go through some more of the stuff. The movie. Um. So you got your what? Oh. Jackie Chan's actually kind of making fun of uh, the movie a little bit. Yeah. Do you have any early Shaw Brothers? There's a guy who does leopard style that leopard I want. Leopard style. Dragon style. Fight your ear. Fire on water. Crouching tiger. Spanking monkey. Did you say spanking monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about everybody else, but I had to turn the subtitles on to understand him when he was the old man. <laughs> like I, that's, I'm not joking. I literally couldn't understand what he was saying. I had to go back and watch it with subtitles. Um, you know, I exclusively now watch all of our movies with subtitles on. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't because sometimes I like playing the game of what the hell do they say? <laughs> um, uh, it makes it more fun for me sometimes. Um, then you got the Southie jerks, uh, the the punk kids, which is a trope, right? You got the you got the gang of kids, um, um, and especially when they say stuff like this, it makes me really hate people from Boston. J boy, you still riding this loser cruiser? Really? Because he's wicked smart. Do people say that? That seems dumb. It's better than hey, brah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What you doing, brah? Okay, I can do that. Oh, hold you on. ride that bike, brah? All right, so he does. Uh, Ah! Well, that's not what he says. Um, <laughs> oh, wasn't he in the movie? Uh, actually, I think he was probably the only Chinese man in Hollywood that wasn't in this movie. <laughs> I don't think James Hong was in this movie. Was he not? No. <laughs> I'm going to have to look. I'm looking right now. I don't think he was. I'm sure he was. thought I saw him as like one of the old... Uh, he, he wasn't He something. wasn't like God, whatever he, he was, like the oh. king of heaven. It wasn't him. No, he wasn't in it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, he, like him and Chow Young Fat were like, nah, we're going to sit this one out. But <laughs> everyone else in, in, you know, Chinese Hollywood, whatever it's called. Um, I guess. Ch- Hollywood? Well, well, because like Bollywood is a thing. I was actually curious. I mean, yeah, they filmed it in China. Um, uh, they filmed it in something called, what? 
They filmed it in the Angie Bamboo, Angie, I don't know, Bamboo Forest in China. Okay. Uh, A couple of uh, the Gobi Desert in China. Um, Yeah, they filmed this whole thing in China. So they saw a couple of droids following them through the desert. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That desert kind of pissed me off. Okay, let's let's go there for just a second. You're telling me that you run China from this fist mountain thing, right? That was basically the mountain version of the spaceship, the hand spaceship from Star Crash. And, um, <laughs> boy, would you ever think I would pull a Star Crash reference out? Um, wow. Um, you you but, must like, be very desperate to but have how, like, how hard would it be to have to, like, send troops across the desert to control the middle peep lands, right? Like, that seems super inconvenient and dangerous. I'm going to send my army, but half of them will die of exposure and, you know, dehydration unless Jet Li comes and pees on them. I mean, it just, I don't know. I mean, or, 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 and they didn't explain it in the movie, they went across the desert because the other way was too dangerous. You know, like, there's a road that you have to go, but it's a long way, and there's full of bad guys or whatever. Like, they never said that. They just said, we have to cross the River of Sand. Snake way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, snake way. Yeah, exactly. That's a Dragon Ball Z reference for you, yes. other two listening. Uh, uh. Anyway, uh, I just, I always thought that was real dumb. Like, always thought that was real dumb. Just, how do you get information to the other, I make a decree. Well, hopefully the messenger makes it across the desert. Um, um, anyway, I thought that was dumb, but whatever. Uh, it still gave us that really funny moment. Uh so let me ask you this then, and I don't want to go there too much with this, but does this movie kind of get into weird time travel stuff? Like yeah. I don't, I don't know. I I don't think I think because it was a fan, fantasy world that he went to. Like you're saying that it wasn't a real place. It wasn't. Yeah, a real I don't place. think he went back. Yeah. So you're not saying he didn't actually go back into time into China, no. where where magic just happened to exist. You're no, saying I he think... went he went to Middle Earth. I think he hit his head. Oh, so you're saying the whole thing happened in his head? Yeah. That's an interesting concept, actually. And, and just like, you know, how some so, people can hit their head and all of a sudden they speak French, you know, he, he hit his head and can do Kung Fu. That's actually, a, I think I that actually Kung makes Fu. the movie better. Actually, <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah. he, he, he's on the roof and his, he, he basically falls off, right? Yeah. And... Instead of his life flashing before his eyes, he goes on this journey. Maybe he was in a mini coma for about, you know, 30 seconds until the guys came down. And and this is how his brain coped with him coming back to the light, right? Yeah. And and in the process, he saw somehow all the movies and things he had seen, he was able to turn into muscle memory. um, Because all the characters that he saw were people that he'd seen in real life. Basically, it's like Wizards of Oz, right? Exactly. I'm okay with that. I actually like that better because if you think of it, because <laughs> if you think of it as a time travel moment, right, then, yeah. then the world would be different had he not ever succeeded. So if the staff had been waiting for someone to return it to the Monkey King 5,000 years in the past. Oh, then, yeah, I see what you're saying. Then yeah. wouldn't the future be this horrible place where the Jade Emperor still ruled over the world? Yeah. So... That means he, he has always succeeded. 
Huh. Right? I, I, I didn't think of it as a time. I really didn't think of it yeah. as a time travel. I just thought of it and, as a... And I only did this time viewing. And I'm like, crap. Now we're back into this whole... Doc, Doc Brown went back to 1955 and gave himself the formula for the flux capacitor. Yeah. Which doesn't work. So, but I like the dream uh, coma version better of the movie. So we're going to say that. Um, now, right. one thing that bothered me, though, the, the guy that shot poor Jackie Chan mm-hmm. and then chased him haphazardly, like five feet away. Why didn't he shoot him? But anyway, he's, he's shooting or following him with a gun running, and he get a, gets to the roof with a gun. And then by the time they're on the ground, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to waste my time shooting you. I'm just going to try to beat you up. The does only, that make sense? It does, but the only thing I'm thinking of is that that crazy kid is, he doesn't care about some obscene Asian racial slur that he says multiple times in the movie. Uh, person Jackie Chan, but he doesn't want to kill a white kid because that might actually lead him into more trouble. That's the only thing I can think of. You know, like if I kill some old Asian dude in Chinatown, who cares? But if I kill a white kid in Chinatown, then people are going to start wondering, right? That's the only thing that makes sense. But, but wasn't his intent to kill him? I don't. I don't think so. I think his intent was to just continue to bully him and 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 whatever. You know, I, I don't know. But if he obviously shoots at him and kills him, then we have no movie. Yeah. Um, or maybe we can get a different white kid to go back in time and save the day. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not this movie I like. <laughs> There's got to be a better one. Hell, I would have been like, oh, oh, wait. Well, he would have been too old. Oh, you'd have the gross, weird. I was think, I was, no, I was thinking of like like Orlando Bloom, but he would have been too old. Yeah. Um, uh, Hart. What's his guy? The, the comedian. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, he would have been young enough, but <laughs> I don't know if you could put a black man in that role. <laughs> I just don't think. Awesome. Have Chris Tucker go back in time. <laughs> Come on, Lee. Come on. And, and so when he says, do you, understand, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You can have that whole bit. Let's do this whole movie with uh, Chris Tucker oh as the God. other kid. That, yes. They're sitting in the restaurant the first time in heaven. Who the hell are these people? Right. Who are you? Right. <laughs> and every time they start going, ah. Yeah, he's constantly screaming. And then you get this great moment where it's like, monkey king, monkey king, they're coming. Monkey King, they're coming. Right. <laughs> and he's constantly like tapping him on the shoulder. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. I like this idea. It would be, this is a good buddy cop movie. I like this. Uh, it actually makes me want to watch The Fifth Element. <laughs> um, Wait a second. Didn't they do that rush? Was it Rush Hour? Yeah, yeah, Jack, rush hour. yeah Jackie Chan and, and Chris Tucker. Yeah. 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 That's what would have made it funny is that they uh-huh. would have been in a different movie together. Yeah. Um, but in 2008, <laughs> Chris Tucker was already a man. And it would not have worked him getting bullied because he, he would have beat those kids up. I'm just saying. <laughs> or he would have tried and actually lost. Like some that, that yeah, kid comes up and I... he's like, what you on some kind of loser cruiser? And he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? What <laughs> <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? One of my favorite lines that he says in Rush Hour 2 is when they, um, they're looking for some counterfeit money and he goes to see his buddy who was played by Don Cheadle. Uh, who was War Machine. 
<laughs> and Don Cheadle says something, and he's like, come on, man, don't come up here and disrespect me. He's like, man, you are a black man with a Chinese restaurant on Crenshaw. Like, uh, it's just a funny line. And then he apparently he and Jackie Chan, uh, or Jackie Chan's character, learned Kung Fu from the same uh, masters. They were brothers. Anyway. Um, I kind of want to watch Rush Hour now. Uh, I only own the second one on DVD. I don't own one or three, which is weird. The third one wasn't very good, but the the first two are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I just like that. We got to say, damn, yeah. <laughs> Rush Hour 3. Yeah. <laughs> He said it in every he said it every movie too. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah, at the end of when he said, "Damn, you ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 2. Damn, you ain't gonna be in Rush Hour three. I, I don't know if they expected a fourth one, but um, there wasn't one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, loser cruiser. Um, what what's next? Um, I captured this only because of our. It, it was the closest thing to a kung fu hustle reference we could we had in this movie. You think you'll teach me the no shadow kick? Oh, and the Buddha palm technique? There's a guy in Virtua Fighter 2 who does the Buddha palm technique. Thanks, so. And he does the, uh, the iron elbow. And he does the uh, one finger death touch. The cup's full. <laughs> so, sorry. The Buddha palm, that was the thing that he does at the end. I thought that was kind of, oh, hey, the Kung Fu hustle. And the one finger death touch reminded me of Kung Fu Panda, the whooshy finger hold. That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. Skadoosh. I, I love that movie too. So good, wait, wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but Skadoosh never happens. What do you mean? Like, does he ever actually say Skadoosh? He says it in every movie. Like, yeah. It's a thing. Okay. Yeah. In the yeah. first movie, he does it when he um, he has Tai Long, who's the bad guy tiger. He's got him in the whooshy finger hold, and he's like, uh, the tiger says, "You're bluffing. You never. Uh, Shifu didn't teach that." He's like, "Nope, I figured it out. Skadoosh!" And then he blows up, I guess. And then, and because you don't really know what happens, the camera pans out and there's like a shock wave. And then, and he does it in the second movie. He catches a cannonball and spins it around and throws it back at um, Sirius Black. What's his name? Um, you know what I'm talking about? The actor who plays Sirius Black in Harry Potter. He's the voice of the peacock. And he says, skadoosh. I can't remember oh. what he says in the third one. But I know he does. Um, anyway. I love those movies. They're great. We took my, our son, our three-year-old son, to see the third one in the movie theater. and He did great. He loved it. So, nice. Um, I, I, I guess it's probably out on video. I just I haven't bought it yet. I own the other two on Blu-ray. Anyway. Uh, Skadoosh. Now when I watch those movies. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, yeah. I've had enough! No more! No more silent riddles! And no more empty cups! <laughs> First rule, show respect to your teachers. So, what about the two tigers on one mountain? We can't kill each other when it's over. <laughs> I actually like that bit. I do like the fact he's in his mouth and they just beat the shit out of him real quick. They did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jackie Chan basically was the comic relief in this movie. Um, this one's kind of hard to hear because he's whispering. Um, but Andrew probably had to turn the subtitles on for this bit. But I thought this Absolutely. was kind of I thought this was kind of funny. We will send a walking monk. 
Don't you have a running mug? <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, it's an urgent. I got stabbed in the back with an arrow. Can you have a running monk? That's kind of funny. Oh, that's another trope, by the way. Sorry. The, 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 the temple at the base of the evil bad guy's mountain just happens to be training a bunch of children in Kung Fu who later become the army. Only in this kind of movie where children are an actual army. You know what I'm saying? Like, in Ip Man, <laughs> if children showed up, they get in their butts kicked uh, or dying. You know, like, it doesn't okay. work that way. But in this movie, children show up and we're okay with it. I mean, if the Ninja Turtles would have shown up, it would have been like, okay, there they are. Although you're ninjas, which is Japanese, it's just kind of strange. But otherwise, whatever. You know, just, that that actually bothered me. So, um. So I don't think that I, just because I own this movie doesn't mean that I, I don't think it has issues. <laughs> uh, and then this last scene again with Jackie Chan. Once again, the last bit of humor in the movie. Of course I'll live. I'm immortal. Did you return the staff to rifle owner? I did. You are the man. Yeah, there you go. You're the man. Actually, that statement right there makes me not think about his time travel thing that Sam said earlier. Yeah, I mean, that that, that line does kind of change the fact that it was all in his head, that it, in fact, was real. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's still hallucinating. Um, but <laughs> Next thing you, you know, he's he's drowning this poor old man in, in wine, trying to get him better. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, Give me okay. some blows, I'm I'm still okay with the concept that he goes to a different world. So, you know, like never-ending story or something, yeah, you know? Like, yeah. he goes to a different place, and... It was a different place. Right, and somehow, um, you know, uh, Hop, Jackie Chan's character, can, can came, came along for the ride because he's an immortal. I mean, I don't know. But the way the timeline works doesn't make sense. So, anyway, whatever. You don't make sense. I don't, but I have to stop thinking about this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. That's okay, dude. Um, I'm a grumpy monkey king. Uh, I always wondered what they were burning in the desert. Like, what the hell are they burning? Um, training montage. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I need to keep this, keep this higher up in my list. There it is. So you have the training montage. Um, uh I already wrote that, wrote that, wrote that. Or not wrote that, read that. That crying scene for Jason was super awkward and uncomfortable. Um, I had forgotten how much green screen was in this movie. Um, uh, I wrote, I bet the elixir tastes like Surge, because it was green. <laughs> and he did have the uh, same side effects of as drinking Surge. Yeah, but you do that, you can jump and tup off of people's Woo! heads and run across them, yeah. And you wanted to fight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. That's actually pretty true. Fight women, nonetheless. I didn't see that coming, actually. Um, him fighting her? Yeah, Jackie Chan has always been known as, even in his fighting, as kind of a chivalrous guy. There's a really great, there's a, one of his movies is called, I think, Operation Condor to the Armor of God. And in which case, he has to fight uh, Amazonians. <laughs> and he doesn't want to actually hit them. So he. Um, he's defending himself and accidentally does punch. He does like his double fist punch and punches 
the girl right in the boobs and they <laughs> and they jiggle and stop and she looks at him and gets really pissed and he's like I'm sorry and then she they kind of beats him up a little bit but basically he's able to get out of it cuz they end up kind of beating themselves up um and then in the movie Romeo must die which is a Jet Li movie uh he's getting his ass kicked by a woman and he doesn't want to hurt a woman so he actually uses corny I don't know if Sam or Andrew, you've ever heard of the recording artist Aaliyah. Do you remember her? Mm-hmm. She died wow. yeah. several years ago, like back in 07 or 08 in a plane crash. She was an R&B recording artist. Anyway, she's the the female lead in that movie. Um, uh, he uses her to beat up the other girl because he can't hit a girl. So I was super weirded out by the fact that Jackie Chan is punching a woman, even though she's a witch. Um I kind of figured Sparrow was going to take her She's out. She's a but, witch. Burn her. Right? <laughs> um, and that was cold-blooded when he cut her hair. Man, that was uh-huh. that was it. Um, that's uh, And so lastly, did you guys see the fact that the Monk Jet Li character was going to be a hare from the Monkey didn't, King? I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Well, I knew the Monkey King was Jet Li. Like, I, I knew that. I saw that one, you know, I just thought, you know... He, they're just using his character as the Monkey King. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I I knew that as well, but I thought they were just they were trying to save some money by having. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, characters. all right, well, yeah. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I thought the exact same thing. I thought, well, the Monkey King is only in the movie for a few minutes, so yeah. we need we're not gonna waste a Jet Lee having him in the movie only in this <laughs> hair and makeup, and only have him in the first three minutes of the movie in the last five. So. Yeah, you just do funny makeup on him. Um, I didn't see the hair coming, and then when it happened, I was super sad about it. <laughs> I really was, because <laughs> um, he was a great character. He was really interesting, yeah. and and he was a cool teacher, and he he cared about what was happening, not just to the Monkey King, but to you know to Jason and and whatever. So. I, he was actually a really endearing character, and then he dies, and the Monkey King it was great. He, ca- he like he held the hair, like he he took the hair and like held on to it, you know, as opposed to just letting it fall to the ground. That was cool. Um, that was actually probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Truth be told, I feel like the Monkey King is like a good Chinese version of Loki. Yeah, kind of. He's kind of mischievous. Mischievous and can clone himself, you know. And, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Super strength. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. Um, okay, uh, British. Moving on. Chaotic neutral. Uh, crap! What the hell did I just do? And now for some more bad news. Ready? I just erased the name of the clip. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I just have this blank space. All right, I'll have to fix that. Um, another Taylor Swift uh, reference. Uh, that's blank check. No, it is blank space. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suck it, Sean. I'm. Uh, <laughs> why do you know that? <laughs> why do you not know that? I don't know. I, I am married. I guess I should know that. Yeah. Um, We're both married to white women, so just assume. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, according to Jackie Chan, <laughs> when he and Jet Li shot their first fight together, they found it relaxing and easy. Say, quote, I have not worked with someone whom I am comfortable with in terms of movements, rhythm, and natural reaction in the last 10 years. I have done many fight scenes with others, but they were usually more than 10 takes 
which is a waste of time as the person may forget his moves and unnecessary injuries. <laughs> when I fought with Jet, our actions were quick. We didn't have to do the same stunt over 20 times. So, well, if you think about it, though, he's always doing movies with people that are not trained in martial arts, and Jet Li is like his equal almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes sense. To a point, yeah. I mean, probably definitely in his American movies, but yeah. in a lot of his Japan or uh, Chinese movies, like... Well, that's true. I would assume he's fighting other very well-trained dudes, but you're right. I mean, other than a handful of times when he jumps off a thing and hurts himself, a lot of his accidents are from other people hurting him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Like there's a the, one of the one of the ones was in crap. I can't remember which one. I, I've I've made mention it. it's the scene where he beats up the guys with the ladder, but one of the guys has like like a pull cue or something, and he he hits him in the face. He hits Jackie Chan right in the face. Because he did the move wrong. And so I, I think that's actually kind of cool. Um, uh, and basically he ripped everyone that he's worked with for the last 10 years. Um, <laughs> I've already mentioned about the monkey and Dragon Ball Z kind of stuff. Uh, filmmakers intentionally used traditional Chinese phrase gung fu in the movie. This created problems for Jackie Chan who was used to saying the anglicized version kung fu. Um. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now because because I had the uh, um, subtitles up. It kept saying Kung Fu, and I was like, do you not understand me saying Kung Fu? But then again, I wasn't listening, so. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, and uh, the only other one I wrote was, um, at first, the original theatrical trailer revealed the story, the overall story of Jason Trepidicus, uh, the dude, the white kid, as being the central character that unites the Monkey King and Lu Yan, which is Jackie Chan as side characters during his adventure. Fan reaction and feedback was so negative to this reveal that a new trailer was hastily edited that focused only on Jet Li and Jackie Chan's character interactions with no mentions of Michael uh, <laughs> uh, Jason in the hopes that fans wouldn't focus so negatively on the, on the pair's supportive roles for the film. Now, I would argue that White Boy Jason is not the main character of the movie. In fact, I'm going to make an argument to this. Do you guys know what a MacGuffin is? Yes. Yes. They are very tasty. McDonald's sells them uh, in the mornings for it's, breakfast. It's yes. the it's the new version of MacGruber on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> I love these versions. This is better. Sam, what's your version? Come on. i got to have uh, something. I, 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 no. Nothing? Okay. No, no, nothing here. Nice no, quick. I, it's, it's a little late to be quick with it. I fall at the feet of the masters before. Those were great. I liked all of those things. But I, I do want to make rib now for some reason. <laughs> just, that doesn't sound good at all. Oh, uh, because... Uh, actually, a McGriddle would actually be okay right now. but Because you just want to eat and immediately sit on the toilet for the rest of your life? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. Yes. An actual MacGuffin is basically a, usually an object that furthers the plot, like the ring in Lord of the Rings. or oh, What's in the yeah. box? Um, well, more like the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Things like that. Which so, might have uh, Marcel's soul. Uh, um, the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail, yeah. Um, yep. Or gold-plated cocaine. Um, actually, what it really was was a five-watt lamp that yeah. uh, had, uh, <laughs> had some gold foil around it. Um, that's what it actually was. So many would argue, most would argue that the staff is the MacGuffin of the movie, right? 
the whole point of the movie focuses around him getting the staff back to the Monkey King. I will argue that the white kid is the MacGuffin. That the whole point is to, the only reason why anyone is around is because he is there and he forces the story along while they follow him. So my point is, is that I don't think him the main character. I look at this actually as a Jet Li, Jackie Chan movie that just happens to have a white kid in it. I mean, they, they even went so far as in the trailer, it's Jackie Chan and Jet Li. They put their yeah. names together in The Forbidden Kingdom. White kid's not even on the poster. So, I... Good call. Yeah, definitely a good call. Wish you could have removed him from the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or had a different white kid, that's all I'd say. Uh, so that's our recasting bit. Um, soundtrack, I thought it was... I don't know, Asian appropriate. I mean, oh, well, it had the Oriental feel. I don't even know who did it. It was good though. There was some. It really was good... uh, Gregson Williams that did uh, really Narnia. Gregson. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, I will say this. No, it was uh, no, it was David Buckley who did it. He's Watch not on, on the. Uh... According to IMDb. I saw it on the, you know, when they did the second title sequence. Um, <laughs> I saw it on there because I was kind of blown away by it. Did yeah, music by David right. Buckley. Wait a minute. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Did you watch a different movie afterwards? I may have watched another movie and thought that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait a minute. I'm going to look this. I'm going to hang on. Okay. He's done. I, I know I saw it. I believe in you. Okay, so The Forbidden Kingdom was his first film that he did. He did a lot of shorts. But no. Uh, the next one I've ever heard sports. of. Um, what? Scorts? The next uh, one, uh, From Paris with Love. Um, I mean, he's doing stuff like Shrek Forever After, the video game. Ugh. Uh, he also did The Town, which is that Affleck movie. Um, oh, it is David Buckley. Huh. Where did I see that? He did something called Parker. It's a movie about Corny's uh, son. Oh, Parker. It's that movie that with uh, Jason Statham and... Uh, oh, he's a thief. And, hot, uh, hot Girl. No, it's not. He did Batman Arkham Knight, the video game. That's actually pretty good. Killing Lincoln TV movie. Um, He did the Brothers Grimsley, Grimsby movie. <laughs> he did... Oh, he did the new Jason Bourne movie. All right. Well, so anyway, my point is he did fine. I thought it was okay. I didn't really, um, you know, like the action scenes I thought was great because it was very period appropriate. I thought it was great. It sounded like every other kick flick movie I've seen in that period style. I mean, heck, it sounded like Kung Fu Hustle. Um, uh, but that's because the the Chinese chord structure is different, right? Like they only have five notes or something like that, right? In their scale. Or six notes? The, the not, pentatonic scale? I'm not making yeah. that up. I think that's a real thing. No, yeah, you're right. Okay. Is, is it whole tone or pentatonic? I don't remember. Pentatonic. Probably, I think pentatonic. Yeah. Uh, make, would, I mean, I teach music. I should know this, but... <laughs> and they're a really good acapella group, too. Um, Gross. Uh, what did we learn? Jackie Chan versus Jet Li is awesome. Um, that's all I learned. They were. It was great. I really liked it a lot. Um just wish it could have been. I like a lot. I wish it could have been more of them. Maybe not fighting each other, but less less white boy, more of them. 
No, I could I could take uh, I, the whole Jet Li versus Jackie Chan fight scene. I could have done that all day. That was oh, that it was, was it was beautifully done. Scene. It was really great, and the fact that they kept switching like different forms, which yeah. was really cool. It's not even my final form. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, who sent me that? Somebody sent me that today. I sent it. Was that you with the the, the cartoon? I said it, uh, maybe yesterday, but yeah. Was that through group me? It was hilarious. I laughed <laughs> literally out loud. It was great. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, top three movies set in China. So hopefully we will uh, have enough movies to talk about. Andrew. Uh, side note, I did find where I saw that score produced by Harry Gregson Williams. Oh. Sorry. He's well, I knew yeah. I saw it on here. I He's, thought I was going nuts for a minute. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Narnia and... Yeah. Sam, did you ever watch The Kingdom that I let you borrow like six years ago? Uh, nope, but I know where it or is. Or Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven, yeah. Yeah, you still have my Blu-ray copy of that? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Um, he did that movie also, okay. um, yeah. which sounds just like Narnia, which is kind of funny. Yeah, it does. Um, he's done some other good stuff. He's fine. Um, he does fine work. I think he's actually like, literally, I think he's a protege of Hans Zimmer. Um. Mm. Just like uh, Klaus Bledelt is, who did the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and then Hans was like, hey, these are actually making money, so you go away, I'm going to do the rest. <laughs> um, and that's actually kind of how it happened. I mean, maybe the conversation was nicer than that, but um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Andrew. Okay, and back to our thing. Uh, number, ugh, sorry, <laughs> number three, I'm going to go with Kung Fu Panda. All right. Uh, number two, Batman Begins. Okay. <laughs> and and that is my Keurig. Uh, making all kinds of noise. Sorry. And, yeah, and number one, Rush Hour. All right. Awesome. Well, Rush Hour 2? Do they? Rush Hour is filmed, uh, it's all in L.A. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jet Li. It's a better I movie. Mean, uh, <laughs> Well, there's a Chinese diplomat and his daughter, you know. Okay. Okay, okay how about this? All right. I'll, I'll, I'll No, I'll, I'll help you with the stretch. They film, part of the movie is in the official Chinese consulate limousine and um, residence, which is technically part of Chinese soil, therefore filmed in China. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll, I'm going to help you lawyer up there for that one. Sorry, if it, uh, if it the, would have been Sam, I would have not allowed it. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the absence of Chad, I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, corny. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my number three as Mission Impossible. Three. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, my number two as uh, Rush Hour, if we're going to do that. Okay, <laughs> whatever. That one. Uh, and then my number one, I'm going to go with Ip Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Uh, those are good movies. And then honorable mention to every other Bruce Lee film not shot. Uh, In America. End of the Dragon, I think. I think that was actually China. <laughs> I was like, End of the Dragon, maybe. Ip Man was uh, Japanese. No, he fights the Japanese. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I haven't watched it. I just... Yeah, yeah. It was about the... Uh, the Japanese invasion of China during World War II. And so uh, Ip Man 
Man up. Man up. Yeah. Um, man up. What was the name of the episode? Do you oh. want to build a man snow? That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that Chad? Uh, <laughs> I think I, I might have done that one. Well, because oh. and Andrew, well, he, the reason for he, the yeah, you might have done it actually. The reason for the for the, the joke, Andrew, was because I didn't realize that Ip Man was his name. I thought it was like Spider Man or <laughs> Superman. <laughs> And Ip was what meant something in Chinese, <laughs> like Superman. So it was Ip Man. But no, his name was actually Ip Man. And in China, they put their surname first. So which was how we came to, do you want to build a man snow? <laughs> oh, man, Lord. that was like a hundred episodes ago. Good Lord, yeah. That was a while ago. Um Anyway, which is really weird because as I, I have on the Forbidden Kingdom... Uh, IMDb page under you know how they're on the right they have like advertisements uh Elsa from Frozen has been staring at me <laughs> in her in her angry pose after she shot ice at the guard that came to kill her nice uh she's been creepy, staring at me. actually it is kind of creepy are you looking at that too uh, Courtney? I, yeah. I'm scared uh Sam was it your turn oh yeah okay um my number three is Mulan oh yeah yeah yep uh, my number two is uh, Kill Bill Volume Two. Okay. And my number one, I've got a tie. Um, obviously, Jurassic Park is up there. <laughs> because nothing when to, I nothing when to I do I with China. At, when I looked at the special edition video cassette in in my den here, it said "Made in China." The cassette was made in China, not the movie, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> So the question is, do we actually say the movie has to be set in China? And yeah, yeah. If they, set the, if they set the movie inside the, the case in China. Technically, I'm right. No, you're not. No, this isn't like where I did the lawyer thing with the help out Andrew. This is literally you're wrong. Like it, it has no, nothing. no, I'm, I'm going to have to side with Sam on this What? One. What's yes. wrong with you? The, the, rule, the rule was movie set in China. The movie was set in a case in China, so the movie was set in China. That's not. <sighs> See, it's not the you're law. You're using it's the weird spirit of the law. Well, yeah, it's not the letter of the law; it's the spirit of the law. But you're actually breaking the spirit of the rule. <laughs> hey, you my, know what? I, I I I made the movie list awesome, so I can do what I want. Yeah, there okay. we go. Um, but um, my my true number one, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Okay. Yep. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones now that you guys haven't. <laughs> You're idiot. I love it. Um, well, number three, uh, I have Rush Hour, but since everybody else has said Rush Hour, so I'm going to change it to something else I got to think about. Uh, I'm going to change it to Legend of Drunken Master. Fantastic Four. Um, wasn't the second one, weren't they in China in the second one? They were somewhere else when they were with hey, the Silver uh, The Martian had some scenes in China. Yeah, that's true. But I'm going to say Legend of Drunken Master instead. Okay. Um, and We're going to have to have a drunk Saturday or something where we sit around and watch these things because I, I guess I just need to be exposed to it. There, uh, as long as you're not exposing yourself to things, that's pretty good. Um, no, you're right. I, I think some of them I think are worth watching. I mean, Rumble in the Bronx is worth watching. It's funny and silly. And oh, I love Rumble in the Bronx, yeah. Yeah, if you like Rumble in the Bronx, then you'll like... 
Well, that's actually it's. <laughs> I can't really say that you like Legend of Drunken Master because yeah. one Legend of Drunken Master it's a longer movie. It's like a two and a half hour long movie, and there's a whole lot of fighting. But there's a yeah, there's a lot of fighting. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, 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 what did I just say? Uh, Dragon, a Bruce Lee story, uh, which would be the, my number two. Is that the one he got shot in? No, again, that was Brandon Lee. Oh, okay. And the Crow. This is about Bruce Lee, but okay. it's played by Jason Lee. I think the it guy is. from uh, Everybody Loves Earl. Earl. <laughs> or no, whatever is that? My name is Earl. Uh, no, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's, um, he did play. Um, he played Mowgli in Jungle Book. A, yeah, the, the Jungle Book, the live action version, the old one. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, he's been in some other stuff. That I'm trying to think if you would have. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, I, I had to pull it up here. His real name is Jason Scott Lee. There you go. Um, it's got like a young Robert Wagner in it and Lauren Holly when she is hot. Ooh, yeah. Um, well, she got ruined. Um, damn it. She's, yeah, she's very, very pretty. Um, he was in what? He was in Back to the Future, too. Weird. Um, I'm trying to think of movies that you've seen him in. Uh, he played a couple episodes of Hawaii Five-0. Of course he did, because he's Asian. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, he played Mowgli in the Jungle Book, um, and he's in this, and he's done some other stuff, but he's really great. Anyway, uh, that movie's awesome. And my number one would be the Jackie Chan, um, the Karate Kid, which is known throughout the rest of the world as the Kung Fu Kid. Um, but he's the Karate Kid. Still got to see that, yeah. Oh, I've got to finish it. It's so good. Yeah. Andrew, Corny, have you guys seen it? Uh, yes, I saw it. I saw it with you. Oh, of course you did. What was that? The, the, Kung, the, the Karate Kid, kid with um, Jackie, oh, Chan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan and... Uh, Will yeah. Smith Bill Smith's It's really good. And Jackie mm-hmm. Chan is actually really good in it as an actor because he doesn't fight in it at all. Um, I mean, seriously, like the scene where he talks about his wife and child, like... Well, that's really... Uh, that scene kind of yeah. wrecked me a little bit, not to use a pun about a car wreck, but it 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 it, it, it got me going. Like, it, I got emotional, but especially the part when he's crying and the kid goes and gets the training sticks... And kind of puts them on him as to say, hey, I'm here with you. We're going to work this thing out. And we're going to keep training. And we're going to live in the present and not worry about the past. Like, it was a great scene. And I get emotional freaking every time it comes on FX. <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about this. So I'm going to take a quick side note. I know we're like getting kind of long in the episode. But do there, are there movies? And I'm just, I mean, seriously, um, are there movies that you guys can watch routinely? Sam, if you say Jurassic Park, I'm going to drive to Hickory and punch you in the throat. But are there movies that like can, can consistently just like get you in the feels? Oh, yeah. Field of Dreams. Yeah. Every time. The end of Field of Dreams and the end of uh, Big Fish. Oh, Big Fish. Yeah. Oof. Um, oh. Yeah, I said like, yeah. Oof. Anything with kids, yeah, like, like sick kids or dying kids, or well, or where they're like having to leave a dying parent or oh. anything like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's ever since I had kids, I also grew a vagina. I think. Yeah, 
Not like High School Musical. No, exactly. No. What? Okay. Um, I'm I'm actually with you there, Andrew. Especially what, High School Musical. No, no. About oh. like things change because while all four of us have children, and as a result, like we view things differently now that because we have children. And you're right, especially when yeah. I actually lose it more when like a parent has to bury a child. Yeah. Like yeah. no parent should ever bury their child. Like I get really choked up on stuff like that. Um, trying to think of what else gets me because uh, like that's why war stuff gets me um yeah i i refuse to watch the end of dance with wolves or uh braveheart um those never got to me yeah that doesn't bother me um but like the the patriot where he's like he's burying his kid yeah that yeah that yeah. that per, again that one to me that one didn't really get me as much um well that uh, when back then we didn't have kids though well yeah I yeah, will. I will say this. Um, I haven't watched it in the last few years, and y'all can laugh at me if you want to. But when Spock dies in Wrath of Khan, that still gets me. Um, because it was just well shot and whatever. Um, there are some other ones. I was just. I was just thinking about that. Like, there are, are there movies that consistently can get you. Um. Crap! There was a, those... there was a rom com that freaking wrecked me, and I got so pissed at Sarah for making me watch it. It's called P.S. I Love You. My God, <laughs> seriously, don't watch it because you're gonna cry the whole time. Oh damn, those dog movies! I refuse to watch dog movies. Oh yeah, like don't you know, ever I'll... watch Marley and Me. Yeah, like I will not watch that movie. I, I refuse to do Red the, Where the Fred Fern Grows or Old Geller. Ever since apparently I'm a soulless bastard because yeah. none of these things are like. Eh. Hell, well, I, I got a little uh, emotional when we watched Turner on Hooch. Yeah. When Hooch got shot. Yeah. Like, I can't stand what the sound about, yeah. of, of, of a dog being hurt. Yeah. You know, like, even when we watch John Wick and they when they hit the dog and kill it and the noise it makes, oh, God, that just is, it just, it kills me. It really does. It's like scratching your fingernails on a chalkboard while smashing a uh, watermelon. It, it's a... <laughs> no, to me, actually, it's more like getting kicked in the nuts. Seriously, it's gut. It's a low blow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's these animals are not made to, or they're not there to to be mean, really. Right. You know, especially like, if they're pets or and, beloved family. Right, and they are one thousand percent defenseless, especially a beagle puppy in that in that particular yeah. moment. Like, I'm glad John Wick killed all those people because they deserved it, especially Thay and Greyjoy. I like yeah. to point out that uh, I've been listening uh, listen to old uh, episodes of ours, and uh, I'm sorry, dude. Sam. While you might be the most violent uh, of the of the four of us, Sean is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have done this, but I would have captured all the uh, really really awful. I'm glad that person. Yes, then. <laughs> yes, I'm glad they died and they deserved to burn in hell. Yeah, I'm glad they See, died. I, and, yeah, I, I'm a little more violent to, to us as a group. Yeah, you're more violent in real life. Sean <laughs> is more violent uh, in terms of uh, everybody else around us. Yeah, fantasy yeah. world. Anyway, poor Andrew somehow got sucked into all of it. Yeah, well, he's I I used to have a soul. No, <laughs> and then he became a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to me. Anyway, I was just I was just curious about that, and I, I might ask oh, you guys oh. again about what. Sorry, this one just hit me up. The oh Pixar my up. god, the first the five minutes of up. Yeah, oh. <laughs> just wrecks me. Oh. 
Uh, they did it again. What was the movie that I watched recently? Where uh, it was a it was a Pixar movie that did that. We hit all the um. It's the feels. All the emotions. What? No, no. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Freaking um. Inside uh, out. Inside out. I think the movie's kind of silly, and I have a hard Not time. Yet. I have a hard Just... time buying. This isn't a spoiler, but there's a okay. moment in the movie where a thing has to happen in order for the 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 success of the mission to happen, and yeah. it kills me. Um, it really kills me, and I don't know why. Huh. Um, I need to check that out. What was another one? There's another one that happened recently. It happens every time, and to the point that we were watching it on TV. We were having dinner, and I had to leave the room because I didn't want to see. I didn't want Declan to see me crying, and I can't remember what it was. It wasn't Nemo? Was it? No, no, no. Um, Pixar's I'm, bad about doing that. I too. don't think it was a Pixar movie. I'm gonna have to ask Sarah. Um, um, it's like Scooby Doo and the. And the no, 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 it was a real. It was like a, a like a live action movie, okay. and it was at the end of the movie where, crap. I'm, I'm Iron Giant, no Iron Giant. Oh God, Iron Giant wrecks me, <laughs> dude. Iron Giant when he says you stay, no following, and then he flies up and says, I am Superman, and then saves the day. Oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. By the way... Uh, we need to stop talking about this stuff before I start... Vin freaking... Diesel's greatest acting uh, Seriously, movie ever. That yeah. and I am Groot. I mean... I am Groot, yeah. I am Superman and I am Groot. Are the, or I am not a gun and I am Groot. are the best two lines delivered by a single actor that had the most impact. Not I am Groot. <laughs> We are Groot. Because when he says that in, oh, yeah. in, in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, in a silly movie, you really feel for the tree. Like, <laughs> you really All do. Right. All right. the, the, uh, this is just... Uh, I, maybe I am just soulless, because none of this stuff moves me like it probably should. Uh, hmm. There's got to be a movie out there somewhere that would move you, though. Well, I mean... And, and I mean, I get genuine fear from Children of the Corn... Does that count? No. No. Um, and for what it's worth, Corny, it, it's you're not the only person that said things like that. Um, I have I have coworkers who have said like, I don't understand how you can get emotionally invested into a movie. <laughs> it's just movie. It's not real. Yeah. And I said I understand it's not real, but that's not the point. The point is, I, uh... is that these that these artists and these filmmakers make these characters that you enjoy and love and can relate yeah. to, and that. I generally get sad in Serenity when that thing happens, and um, in in other movies where I'm on the wind, right? Like in yeah. other movies, like I get invested in this stuff, and I'm sorry that you don't. I'm not saying you like corny. these characters, you love these characters, right? You kind of grow with them. You know that's Lucky why Game too. of Thrones. A lot of people hate Game of Thrones is because the same thing happens, and then they tear them away from you, right? In horrible ways, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is why I quit watching. Because <laughs> um, I got you gotta tired. watch. You gotta watch season, uh, episode nine though. Of this the, past the Battle of the Bastards. That was yes. That oh my god! I, I, I watched kind of the behind the scenes making of it. And it looked really great. Oh my god! It was amazing. It was like the most expensive battle ever filmed for TV. Not Dude, film, but for TV. Absolutely kills a lot of movie battles I've ever seen that had millions and millions and millions. It had a lot of people. Yeah. It was amazing. Did you watch it, Corny? No, no, not not at all. Okay. Not at all. All right. Anyway, but anyway a real quick story. You know, uh, we all know that my wife is not a movie fan, and and I have to live out my movie fantasies with all of you guys. Huh. And um, oh, that's kind of weird. 
<laughs> and she she has a really hard time getting into movies, right? It kind of like Corny said, you know, just nothing really moves her. Well, a few months ago, I had DVR'd a, a movie, and we had started watching it, and um, I had to leave for work or something, and she continued watching it. And she called me in tears. I can't believe you made me watch this movie. It was Dolphin Tail. Oh, <laughs> my God, Dolphin Tail. I saw it, too. It is. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I, I, I almost had to pull over. I was laughing so hard. Maybe we should just rename this episode Bitches R Us. <laughs> look, look. You can make fun all you want to, but there, I know. there, there, I are, there are things in life that are sad, and you can't help it sometimes. Like, I don't have beer right now. I'm, I'm broken up about that. I yeah. just... I actually, if a movie can move me like like to tears like that, I I enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's a different kind of enjoyment for sure. Yeah, I don't want to watch it again. Yeah, but but, but yeah. it's if it moves me, it means it it hits something you know in me and and right. and made it a special it's, event enough to move me to tears. I mean, that's pretty pretty powerful. And corny, it's the same. It's the same feeling, just on the opposite end of the spectrum of of elation you get when you see a good Spider-Man movie or when they do Batman right or whatever. Like when Captain America and Iron Man are fighting and you, they do the iconic beam into the shield, right? you know, and and you're like, Oh, they finally got it. And you you have like a little nerdgasm in the, in the chair right there. It's like the complete opposite of that. When you have these moments where you're like, I can't believe this beloved, like if Rhodey had actually died, I might have been a little emotional about that and kind of pissed off. Um, I'd have been like, them's the rules. Well, yeah, and it, <laughs> and it actually probably would have made more sense. You're like, wow, they, this battle then actually had consequences. But, um, but you know, I just... Uh, I, I'm actually sad for you a little bit, Corny, that you don't get these kind of emotions and things and whatever, and maybe... There just hasn't been that movie that does it, or maybe you never will, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those um, are the moments like I'm sitting down to eat dinner, and the the, the food's coming up, and then it just passes by because it's not mine. I mean, I, I kind of feel like I lost a child. Then you know, it's really terrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, uh, we uh, are we are way too long in this episode, that's, so and way um, too deep. Uh, when that's she, what she said. Ooh, that actually is super appropriate. Um. <laughs> Sam, yes, yes, yes. No, I said super appropriate. Um, okay. All right, out of ten, we gotta we gotta wrap this puppy up, man. It's been it's two hours. Damn it, Sam, this is your fault. Um, Always, yeah. yeah, for coming for coming back yeah, and <laughs> doing what we asked you to do. Uh, out of ten, Andrew. Hmm, I am going to. I don't know. I liked it, but it wasn't. Uh, you know, I don't know. IMDb says six six. I am not going to agree with that. I'm going to go a little lower. I'm going to say 6.23. Okay. Uh, Corny. I'm going to give this a 7.2. Uh, it, it's it's enjoyable. Um, and I, I, I like the uh, kick flick uh, concept, but uh, I wish it could have done more. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Sam. I think I'm going to give it a, a five nine one. Okay. Um, it, it just it had it had potential and it had its moments, but ultimately failed in what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. And and it, it's kind of sad that you had these two iconic guys, um, in a movie that just didn't didn't really produce for me. So, 
Five nine one. Okay. Uh, um, hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna give it a six point eight because I like the movie and I own it, but <laughs> it ain't great. It's really not, and there's a lot of things wrong with it. Um. So. Yeah. And yeah. for those of you doing the math at home, that makes us uh, give us a 6.535. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is correct. All right. Next week, um, I'm going to do this while all the outro is going because we need to get out of here. Um, yeah. Next week, we are doing Sahara. It is Yoo-hoo. the, I think, only the, the only Clive Klusler book that's been produced to movie. There's uh, been one others in the uh, early 80s. Okay. Well, this, mo- this one might have been, might have killed it. Uh, any more chances of that? Uh, but we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe it's awesome, and we'll make many, many more. Sahara. All right, all right. That's right. Sahara is next week. Um, so I'm just gonna take my shirt off. That's right. It'll be all right. Uh, you're gonna do that a lot next week, aren't you? Um, all right. All right. All right. Cool. So uh, Sahara is next week. Go watch it, and then we will talk about it, and you can listen to it because that's how podcasts work. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter, at CheapSeatCast. I am at Sean J. Allred, at Sonegi, S-O-N-E-J-I, 16 is Sam. At Johnny Darker 16 is Corny, and at A. Jemison is Andrew. Go to our GoFundMe page. We are almost halfway done. Wow. We, uh, we reached the $200 mark recently. Uh, thanks to a uh, to a, a, a gentleman named Andrew who, who donated. So GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Donate anything you can, a dollar, whatever. $25 gets you on the show with us. Speaking of which, in two weeks, we will have Big Mike on. Michael, mm-hmm. Mike, Mike. Michael Antonucci for Godzilla Final Wars. So um, we don't know how we're going to watch it yet, but we'll find a way. So please send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Because life finds a way. And as always, this is uh, Sean saying thank you for listening and good night. It's good to have him back now. We'll see you next week. All right, all right.